if you only knew how much money has been spent to brainwash you, you would actually feel really special. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Something is going on. Some of us see it. Some of us feel it. It's time to expand your thinking. You will need to reset everything you thought you knew about the world, about the people you trust, about history, about yourself. Let me tell you a story. For a very long time, our world has been under the growing influence of a vast transgenerational criminal mafia that was able to rise up to the highest levels of power. We didn't know because they talked and acted just like you and me. We thought we could recognize true criminals by their words and actions, but were deceived by their sophisticated speech, wealth, education, beauty, and power. Through a system of threats, blackmail, and bribery, they would come to occupy the highest levels of power in government, corporations, and education. You may know them as the Deep State or Cabal. I wanted to play that again. I played it in the last hour, Joel, and um, that's from the Q stuff. But that clip's true. <laughs> it's just the Q, the Q stuff was hijacked, and it was a, a psychological operation, I do believe. Um, but the part that that people did research and and were looking and and all of a sudden finally realizing what we were up against. That was a that was the good part that came out of that. I think uh, that movement. There was a lot of that. There was just a lot of complacency on the other side and people thinking that a lot was happening that wasn't on the back side of that. Thoughts well, on Q? Yeah, actually, Q was a, a deep state operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so they put out truth about there is a conspiracy, but sure. they were actually, everything that Q predicted was false. So they got them lured mm-hmm. in through the truth that there is a conspiracy, mm-hmm. and then they fed them yes. falsehoods in order to get it all discredited. I mean, that you talk about deceptive, yeah. uh, very difficult deception. And, uh, and mm-hmm. the Western globalists who run the deep state, they're the, the masters at it. But Putin and China are very far, not very far behind. They're yeah. masters of deceit as well. We shall talk about this. And, of course, you can call up, too. We might be able to take a few phone calls, too. Um, Joel Skousen, editor of World Affairs Brief, and uh, you can go get a copy. You can. Uh, how do they register for that? Well, then go to worldaffairsbrief.com mm-hmm. and click on the left-hand side, request a sample, and mm-hmm. it gives you the options to subscribe. There's a modest fee to subscribe for my work, but... Uh, it yeah. is very modest. You should yeah. pay. You should, you should charge more. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. There you should. It's very yeah. modest. But uh, click on request mm-hmm. a sample, and you'll mm-hmm. get the current brief, um, and then uh, it gives you the options to subscribe by the month or by the year or by two years. Okay. I love that. Also, uh, you know, Joel has been on this show many times and uh, Strategic Location, the North American Guide to Safe Places. Relocation. Relocation, I'm sorry. Um, And of course, uh, there's so much here. He uh, talks a lot about U.S. foreign uh, policy, domestic policy. Uh, You uh, have an announcement too. I mean, you you are running for office. Well, not yet technically. The mm-hmm. Constitution Party of the United States, uh, one of the smaller third parties, uh, has asked me to run for uh, president on their party banner. And the convention is in Salt Lake City, uh, April 24th through the 27th, and I'll be speaking there. Nice. And, uh, um, nice. We'll see. But uh, okay. I am the major contender for that uh, candidacy. Yeah, I uh, love that. I think that's great. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's great. Um I think people should vote their conscience, and I think we've played the right-left paradigm long enough. 
But what I think is that, you know, so many of our conservatives are Republican, but uh, they need to understand because I am – what I have to offer as a candidacy is I am probably the highest level expert in the United States on the conspiratorial history behind the deep state. I know how to operate. I know where all the bodies are found. Mm-hmm. And they even control the Republican Party at the very yes. top. And I'll tell you, they completely control the media. That's no surprise to any of you listening to this show. <laughs> yeah. But they're not going to allow Donald Trump to win. I mean, they stole the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. I documented it with the quantities in the 20, uh, November 2020 World Affairs Brief. Now, Trump's team didn't get into that because he hired Rudy Giuliani, who was deep state, to run his legal thing, and he sabotaged it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Trump has a, got a good heart. He wants to make America great again, but he never was a conservative before he ran for president. He had good populist feelings about what it takes to make America great, but he never studied conspiracy. So how do you know who's deep state and who isn't deep state? Mm-hmm. Now, I knew that James Comey was deep state and Robert Mueller and mm-hmm. Christopher Ray, who we picked to to replace James Comey, because they were all three involved in the cover-up of 9-11, which was a deep state operation from beginning to end, from the hiring of the terrorists to yeah. loading the buildings with explosives. You know, I even knew that Brett Kavanaugh, the conservative jurist, was deep state, uh, which Trump didn't know because he was second in command to Ken Starr and cover up for the Vince Foster murder. Now, that's before your time. A lot of you oh, young people Oh, I've done a lot listening. of study on that. You're right. Yeah. 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 But that was Brett Kavanaugh. So mm-hmm. it's no surprise to me whenever there's a crucial issue before the Supreme Court and today's World Affairs Brief is on those issues where the Supreme Court is Donald Trump's only uh, only saving thing that can potentially happen to him. All the other courts are going to sabotage him. But it's only going to take a phone call of the night to John Roberts or Brett Kavanaugh, who are deep state, mm-hmm. to have them turn and vote for the, with the Democrats uh, to destroy Donald Trump. Now, I think Amy's in on that, too. I do. Well, I've seen a lot of weirdness uh, yeah, from Amy. She, but she's a mainstreamer. Mm-hmm. She's never voted against a government operation. She's never voted. But I don't think she's deep state controlled like Roberts and Kavanaugh. I think she's just main and can be easily talked into because she mm. knows nothing about conspiracy mm-hmm. either. And so you'll find her not turning very often, but occasionally, as in this last a court case on the uh, border wire cutting thing that uh, mm-hmm. she did turn. But I think she could just be talked into that. Okay. All right. And uh, sorry to interrupt. So you were talking about Trump. Uh, well, I, the, I'm talking about, I don't think that he's go, going to be elected. So why a vote for Joel Skousen and the Constitution Party? Mm-hmm. Well, in the first place, what we really need to do is send a message to the Republican Party is that we know that you're controlled. Remember, who was who it that sabotaged Don, Donald Trump's wall? Mm. Remember when he was building, mm-hmm. when we controlled, when the Republicans controlled both the House and the Senate? Who was it to sabotage? It was the Republicans. It yep. was Paul Ryan. Yep. They wouldn't fund the wall. Same they, with Obamacare. wouldn't get rid of that's Obamacare. That's right. They wouldn't get rid of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. So you see, we have to wake up to the fact that they're playing you by saying the salvation is in the Republican Party. You need somebody who understands the deep state, who knows how to drain the swamp. And you've mm-hmm. got to know where the bodies are kept. You've got to know who's involved in conspiracy in order to drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. You've got to know how to send in a team into the NSA to get the data on them and get the, mm-hmm. the surveillance on them in order to prosecute them in court. And you're up against a big wall because at least half of the higher level judges are deep state as well. So it may be too late, but I'm trying to I've got to put out the message that this is yeah. what we've got to come up against and realize as conservatives that we've got to drain the swamp and that Donald Trump can't do it. 
before we talk to uh, talk about Russia, what would you what where, where would you put your attention first if president? I mean, there's just so many things. Where what would you concentrate on? <laughs> it's a loaded question. First of all, remain in Mexico. And stop this. <laughs> stop this immigration mm-hmm. immediately. I mean, turn them all around. Right. Don't let don't process any of them. And uh, and boy, I'll tell you, Mexico is into it up to their neck. They're facilitating this. They're providing buses. They're providing visas. Uh, this whole show and tell about Biden and, and Mayorkas going to have a powwow with the Mexican president and, and claiming that they were asking. It was just for show. It was just a yeah. photo op. Yeah. What were your thoughts on uh, Mike asking Biden to do something when he knows Congress controls <laughs> well, <laughs> controls those decisions? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even Biden's latest saying that mm-hmm. I'm not going to let them apply for asylum if they come in illegally. But what he isn't saying, though, is all that does is drive them to the CBBP app, mm-hmm. their phone app, which they can get an application for asylum, not come in illegally, come right through the border gates because they're on the app. And in other words, Biden's thing would stop, quote, illegals, but they'd all come through the, the regular border gate now. He's going to let them through one way. Or the, now, it's not Biden doing anything. It's He's just he's eating ice cream. They roll him out of a freezer, I'm pretty sure. And if <laughs> in today's World Affairs Brief, I've got a link to a video of him uh, being led around and read everything from his cue cards to this great big giant screen with letters three inches tall so that he can read them. I mean, this is just a zombie that is the supposed president of the United States. And it's just oh. embarrassing how the media covers that up. They yeah. could show all those embarrassing things and they won't. Right. But don't you think in some ways they are, which is very, I think, a good tell that something's coming with that with him because of the fact that they could hide it even more fiercely than they are. But what I find kind of interesting is you're seeing more and more and more of the bumbling, the fumbling, the can't do a sentence, the staff acting like they don't know what's going on. Wouldn't they be hiding that more? It's very, very possible. In fact, I've long said in the world affairs brief, they're not going to be foolish to run Biden again. You can run somebody, a slick snake like Gavin Newsom. Uh, I don't think Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama wants to run. She knows she has no experience. She knows that everybody knows that she'd be a pure puppet. Mm -hmm. Of course, they've all been puppets except for Reagan and Trump. They've been puppets, but Trump is too easily manipulated, and that's why he wasn't able to get as much done as as Ronald Reagan. But I do think that they'll do a switch at some point Mm -hmm. if they're smart. And if they don't, Kate, Mm -hmm. It's because they're literally thumbing their nose at the American public and say, we can elect a corpse and you can't do anything about it. That's That's how strongly we can control these election machines because they're all connected to the Internet Mm -hmm. and we can manipulate the results at will. Mm. Why is Trump running if he knows it's fixed? Because as a businessman, it doesn't even make sense. He's a business guy. So why is he running if he knows it's fixed? Well, I'm not sure he I mean, he knows that the last one was, but remember, he's never seen the evidence that I put in the World Affairs Brief. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally he may, I mean, he gets, first of all, he lives by briefings and Fox News. That's it. And Fox News will never touch conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Fox News will give good conservative information, but they will never touch the core issue of conspiracy. And that's why the media hates it. Now they'll try to crucify me when I run because I am the conspiracy expert. I know mm-hmm. the history of the thing. I've got the facts mm-hmm. and uh, they're not going to like it. Uh, but uh, the people, the American people have got to know. And, um, you know, yeah. if Donald Trump were smart, if he would broaden mm-hmm. his listening mm-hmm. 
even to include Alex Jones when I've been on there explaining these facts. But he doesn't see that. And uh, he's surrounded by mainstream advisors. They may not be fully deep state, but they're mainstream. And uh, uh, you're just not going to get the truth. So this is a crucial time. And um, I, I don't know if he thinks he can do anything about it other than perhaps overwhelm it by uh, support. And believe me, if, if the election were held today and it were honest, mm-hmm. he would win by a landslide. Mm-hmm. But you see, with Robert F. Kennedy in the race, which they're all pumping up in the media, the fact that he's going to pull more from Trump votes. Now mm-hmm. they can disguise this this steal much easier than 2020. Right. Because they can just blame it on Robert Kennedy pulling off Trump votes. And it's going to be very, very difficult to detect this time because I'm sure yeah. the evidence that I got last time, that is the hack into the Edison research data. That's the company that feeds all the state results to the states. It's not going to be hacked this time, so we're going to be denied that information. We'll be right back. The top, One of the top stories on Fix News, Fox News, was Ansel from Happy Days Finding Happiness. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm a good man. You can trust in me. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you uh, listening. And of course, uh, you can catch us on Rumble, on uh, Mike Lindell TV in the evening at 8 o'clock Mountain. The show uh, broadcasts there as well. And of course, our new time is coming on um, on Monday. And our new time is at 1 p.m. Mountain instead of 3 p.m. So I'm just letting people know so they can put that on their uh, agenda and, their, and, and move back their clock, so to speak. I have Joel Skousen with me editor at World Affairs Brief, and of course, uh, the Constitution Party may be uh, running for that as president. So it'll, this this is interesting. And I, I have so much to talk to you about, but I also want to cover the Tucker Carlson interview uh, with with Putin. So give me your your take on this. What did you, what, what, what were you thinking? I have my own thoughts. What were you, th- and they already, the audience already knows that. What were you thinking when you saw this interview? Well, first of all, uh, I come from the Skousen family, which was the first family in the United States to expose the deep state uh, globalist conspiracy. So in my attacking the heirs of Vladimir Putin, it's not because I'm in -hmm. any way defending, you know, the deep state. They're all evil. And uh, the the conservatives have made a mistake in the sense that... um, we got a little crackling. Yeah, in the we're hearing it. The audience oh. isn't. Oh, okay. Go ahead. In any case, um, in the war on terror, which the U.S. created, including the terrorists themselves, the deep state created Al Qaeda and they created ISIS. Nevertheless, the conservatives learned very quickly that the deep state was going after Iraq and Afghanistan. Afghanistan had nothing to do with 9/11. Nothing to do whatsoever. And so they correctly got the point of view Mm -hmm. that the deep state was provoking war and and wars have been excusing wars of intervention. And therefore, they came to the one erroneous conclusion, though, that everyone the deep state must be against has to be innocent. Mm. And so even my good friend Ron Paul Mm -hmm. uh, had bought into this. He doesn't think Russia and China are real enemies because the deep state is against him and the deep states are really only Mm -hmm. our enemy or the the Mm globe. Remember, the deep state is the enforcement arm of the larger globalist conspiracy, trying to get America and all the Western countries out of their national sovereignty and into um, a militarized global government. But that's another longer story. But the issue is 
uh, Tucker Carlson, as good as he is about conservative issues, doesn't mm-hmm. understand conspiracy. And he didn't understand any of the history of the phony fall of the Soviet Union. And what was interesting in the Tucker Carlson interview is that Vladimir Putin started right out and admitted this is the first time a Russian leader has ever admitted that they pulled the plug on the Soviet Union. It wasn't spontaneous. Now, he didn't say it wasn't spontaneous, but that's been the official narrative all these years. It was spontaneous. We couldn't control it. Mm -hmm. And we gave in and let the wall down. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. He said, we initiated the fall of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And said, I don't know why. Well, of course he knew why. Anatoly Galitsyn, the Russian defector, said early on, he said, the Russians are going to fake their own demise. He came to the CIA and the CIA actually knew he was saying, but they were still in the mode of protecting Russia and the Soviet Union. Now, what do I mean by protecting? It's because the, the globalist conspiracy long ago helped finance the Russian Revolution. They gave $20 million in gold to Trotsky to take to Russia for the revolution. The British gave an equal amount of gold. They cut off military aid to the white Russians to let the red Bolsheviks win. the. the and they were the, trained in. They were trucked in, the that's Bolsheviks. Right. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see, the deep state did all that. Why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Because they weren't communist. They're capitalist, but they're of an evil variety of capitalists. They want to get rid of American sovereignty. They want to control the world. And they want to build enemies because it's through war that you create enough conflict that you talk Americans into giving up the sovereignty and joining a world government. So World War I gave us what? The United Nations. That failed. So the Treaty of Versailles was so onerous, it guaranteed that, China, uh, that, Russia, uh, that Germany would come and attack the West again. And that gave us World War II, which gave us the United Nations. But the United Nations has no teeth in it, no military to speak of. A little bit of peacekeeping, but no taxing power, no regulatory power. They need one more war that'll be so devastating. And that's why they keep building Russia and China. We brought Mao Zedong to power by cutting off military aid to Chiang Kai-shek. We brought Castro to power in Cuba by cutting off military aid to Batista. We brought the Sandinistas to power in Nicaragua by cutting off military aid to Somoza, all friends of the West. Now... The reason that the U.S. is not that these globalists are communists. They are using communism to break down the social order and break down nations so they can come in and rescue with their milder form of socialism. And that's the play. But remember that the communists faked their own demise in 1989 and 90. Mm-hmm. Even Eric Honecker, the dictator of Germany, said on his deathbed in Chile, mm-hmm. he said, Moscow gave me orders to let the student protest in Leipzig go forward. Mm. Same thing happened at the KGB in Red Square. This protest- you don't think the CIA um, instigated the fall? You think that Russia did? Absolutely. Yes. Putin okay. admitted that. Okay. Yeah. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with This is the Kate Daly Show. Seems like there's always a glitch on a Friday. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's live radio. What can you say? Uh, I've got Joel Scouse in here. How are you, Joel? Good. And, Good to be with you. Uh, Kate. You too. It's been a while. It's been a long time, huh? Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, you've been coming on for years, which is great. And I always like your take. I always want to hear what you have to say. And I like all takes. I think everybody needs to get to a point where they realize that we have to take in new information and analyze it instead of immediately throwing up a barrier to anything we hear that doesn't match what we think, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. I think everybody could have a really good lesson in this as people. Um, make sure you get over to Birch Gold. 989898 is the number you text. And you text my name, Kate. 
They are a terrific sponsor of the show, and I love them. I think they are um, doing a fantastic job, and they're just going to give you some free info. And um, you can talk to them if you want or not, and you just get the free information. I would do it. You have your phone in your hand, uh, 989898, and, the, and text my name, Kate, K-A-T-E. Joel, what is the key thing that we need to understand from your perspective? After you were watching, we were talking about the Tucker Carlson interview in Russia and uh, the fall of Russia. Well, Soviet Union. We remember Tucker Carlson's uh, an honest guy. I mean, he he really wants to um, you know solve Americans' problem, but he is like Donald Trump. He doesn't come schooled in conspiracy, and so he isn't capable of seeing through the half truths that Putin told. For example. Putin in his his main thrust to Tucker Carlson was, yes, we faked, we pulled down the Soviet Union because we wanted peace and cooperation with the West. Mm-hmm. Now, that was not true. What they really wanted, because they were losing the arms race, they wanted to fake their own demise so that they could get the West to stand down and take mm-hmm. a peace dividend, meaning spend more on welfare than on arms, and that they could get more aid and trade from the U.S. And we rebuilt their entire oil industry. We rebuilt their entire nuclear warhead industry. And then they locked us out of the factory that we built for them after they finished. We dismantled all their biological uh, weapons things. And, of course, allowing them to build new plants. Sure, the West put in these secret bio weapons plants in Ukraine and in Romania and Hungary. They've done this all over the world because that's part of their conspiracy to destroy us with future pandemics and, and future bioweapons so they can release them anywhere in the world. Hadn't Didn't do, have anything to do with the phony fall, so to speak. But remember, if I could see the phony fall, we know that the government could see it too, but they were playing along because they were still in the mode of building these two enemies, Russia and China. But as I predicted in the World Affairs Brief, I said, as we get closer to World War III, the globalists will have to switch sides, stop covering for Russia and China, stop. Remember, Henry Kissinger brought China into the UN, kicked out Taiwan. Early 70s. He he did that in the Paris peace negotiations with Vietnam, and he Mm -hmm. secretly told the the Chinese communists, just give us three years before you take back South Vietnam so that we won't look bad. Now, this is real conspiracy stuff, and this is very, very important, and it's complicated. So it's not something you can take home to your wife and say, oh, I mm-hmm. found the answers with Joel Skousen today. This is complex. That's why people subscribe to my World Affairs Brief. But you see, conservatives cannot bring themselves to believe now that the globalists are telling the truth about Russia being a bad guy and getting ready for for World War III, and they are. That's why they've been building this huge nuclear arsenal for so many years. But you see, Russia cannot strike the West with nuclear weapons over Ukraine, even though he's threatened dozens of times, because he can't occupy. He does. His troops can hardly occupy Eastern Ukraine, let alone all of Ukraine, let alone all of Eastern Europe. And so Putin has to wait for China to be ready. China does have the troops to occupy. And they won't be ready probably till the middle of the latter half of this decade, around 2027. Even Xi Jinping says we'll be a first-rate military by 2027. So watch out. You feel like a lot of stuff's going down, 27, 28, 29, 30, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's when China will be ready. Now, we don't know. We're dealing with three conspiratorial powers, Chinese, Russians, and Western globalists. They all want to control their version of the new world order. Okay, but you see, conservatives can't bring themselves to believe that the people we've despised for so long in the media Mm -hmm. are now saying something that's true. 
And so they think if the media is attacking Russia, then he's got to be innocent because we are in this mindset that our media always lies to us. But you've got to remember, they had to switch sides and start to tell the truth before the war, lest they get blamed for their role in building these two enemies. And so what happened is, and this is the most important key factor, Putin also admitted a very key thing. He said, now, I don't know why. He was lying. He says, I don't know why, but Lenin and Stalin put the Donbass, the Russian-speaking area of Eastern, into Ukraine. The West didn't do this. No, the Soviets did it. They put Crimea into the Ukrainian borders. Now, why would they put Russians and Russian-speaking people into the borders of Ukrainians? Because the and one thing that Putin didn't say when he talked about how wonderful the relationship is between Ukrainians and Russia and how 80% of Ukrainians speak Russian. So we're we should be one country, you know. Mm-hmm. That was his excuse for coming back in. But he failed to talk about the fact that Stalin killed millions of Ukrainians in 1932 and 1933 in the famine, that he purposely stole all their food and murdered by starvation millions. of. So that's why the Ukrainians hate the Russians today, because of that starvation. So why would you put Russians into Ukraine knowing that that tension is there? Because knowing that they were going to fake their own demise in 1989 and 90. That would be the excuse to come back in. And that's exactly what Putin did. Came in. Now, he also put hundreds of thousands of Russians into the Baltic states, Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia for the same purpose. Antagonize those Russians someday by agent provocateurs, and we've got the excuse to come back in and take those countries back, too. You don't think he was provoked? Well, he was provoked. Mm-hmm. But the point is, what conservatives have not gotten from Ron Paul or mm-hmm. and even Robert F. Kennedy doesn't know this, mm-hmm. is that Russia itself is intending to take back the former and reestablish the Soviet Union. And that was their predetermined way to do that, is put Russians into these conflict zones so that they come in and rescue them. Now, the key to how they did that was the 2014 Maidan coup in Kiev, Ukraine. Now, all of you know, if you're conservatives, how Victoria Nuland spent so-called $5 mm-hmm. billion dollars on fomenting this coup in Ukraine, and we provoked it, and Russia was just responding because we were threatening NATO. 2014. Well, it's only half true. Mm-hmm. It is partially true that Victoria Nuland funded the protests in Ukraine, but the $5 billion didn't go to Ukraine. That was for all of Eastern Europe. Okay. So they were fomenting, um, you know, freedom revolutions. I mean, well, there's nothing technically wrong with that. But the point is, it didn't turn out to be a Western coup. And here's the proof. The president at the time was Viktor Yanukovych. And everyone's complaining, we ousted, the CIA ousted a legitimately elected. Yeah, he was legitimately elected, even though he was a communist and pro-Russian. But I'm here to tell you that I have the proof that he was the one who did the coup on himself. He faked his own demise, just like the Russians. And these are expert at this. They did it with the fall of the Soviet Union. They did it in the the Kiev uh, Maidan revolution in 2014. The proof of that is that the protesters were in that square for over two years and couldn't get out because they were surrounded by the Berkut. The Berkut is the vicious riot police who would torture and you know mm-hmm. beat people. And they were just really ruthless. They were the most highly trained deep state SWAT team of mm-hmm. the communists, of President Viktor Yanukovych. Well, guess what happened on Friday, the day that the coup was supposedly won? The Berkut was stood down. Hmm. They didn't show up. 
The protesters were free not only to leave the square, but the Berku wasn't even at the presidential palace, and the protesters could walk right through the presidential palace. Now, that's like the January 6th protest yeah. going up to the Capitol, mm-hmm. and there's no Capitol Police. So it had to be fixed. Who could have called down the Capitol Police? Who could have mm-hmm. stood down the Berku? Only Yanukovych could have done that. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, his mm-hmm. communist majority in the Rada, which is the Ukrainian parliament, voted him out of office. Now, why would a communist majority vote out their own president? That's mm-hmm. like the Democrats voting out Biden or right. voting out Barack Obama. You see, mm-hmm. you got to know the facts to know that this was not a Western coup in the end. It was only, and why did Yanukovych do this? Because he knew that Putin needed an excuse to invade. So someone in Ukraine had to antagonize the Russians. Now, he couldn't do it as a pro-Russian communist, so he faked his own demise so that Pietro Poroshenko could be elected, who could do it, a a fake nationalist. I'll be right back with Joel Skousen, possibly running for the Constitution Party. Be right back as president. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I'm here with Joel Skousen, special Friday show for you. I spent the first hour talking about Rothschild, <laughs> the Rothschild dynasty and the families that, that are behind them that never get mentioned. And in this hour, talking about Russia, talking about uh, geopolitics and, and all, kinds of, all kinds of things with Joel Skousen. Get the World Affairs Brief. He is editor of the World Affairs Brief. You can subscribe, get a copy of this. It'll be delivered into your email box. Mm-hmm. And um, go to worldaffairsbrief.com. On the left-hand side, you can click and become part of that. What are you waiting for? You should probably do that and get his take. And and so we were talking off air. Um, the question a lot of people have, I have it too, is this. Look, um, Russia has not been the threat we've been told that they are, even in the 1950s under our desks, not my desk, I wasn't born, but under the desks trying to, try, try, as they told us Russia was, gonna, was going to nuke us, and this has been the constant threat. Although physically there's been no, we haven't had a threat. So how do you answer that? Well, first of all, they always could have nuked, but mm-hmm. you can't nuke a country unless you can occupy and Russia has never had the conventional forces big enough to come in and occupy Western Europe, let alone the United States or so, the other. So why did we constantly say they were coming to nuke us then? Even the headlines in December was they're readying the nukes, they're readying the nukes. They've been doing this for decades. It was it was basically a cry wolf tactic mm-hmm. so as to disabuse people so people could write it off, just like you're writing it off right now. Oh, this never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people have said, you know, we won the Cold War. What's the threat? Uh, mm-hmm. Russia never knew. Actually, we didn't win it. Containment didn't work. We allowed the Soviets to infiltrate uh, Cuba. We allowed them to take Nicaragua. You know, we allowed them to take China. We did all this. So we weren't really containing them. We were actually secretly building those enemies because they want this third world war. Now, the reason this is going to play out, this is a little complex, but in 1997, the United States revamped their entire nuclear posture in a top secret presidential decision directive numbered 60, PDD 60, which commanded secretly our military forces to not launch on warning if we're being attacked by nuclear, but to absorb the nuclear first strike and then launch afterwards. And, Pre- and Butch Neal, the general of the Marine Corps, said, you know, retaliate with what? You know, when you've, all our missiles are gone, if you wait 
you see, launch on warning works because when our satellites detect their missiles on the way, it takes 20 to 30 minutes to arrive on station. We launch our missiles, their missiles hit empty silos, and ours hit live targets. So you see, but what the globalists know is that the Russians and Chinese, when they do strike, don't tend to hit cities. They intend to hit only military targets and then blackmail the West into submission. And that's because both communist nations, the continuing Soviets and the Chinese communists, depend on Western trade and, and technology to, mm -hmm. to progress. Now, they don't want to destroy the infrastructure. But they are going to hit the military. And our military, our globalist leaders actually want that because then they can come out of their bunkers. And you have to ask the question about why no duck and cover. Well, why mm -hmm. is the government still building brand new, deep underground bunkers? They know this strike is coming. Mm -hmm. They have a continuity of government. They're going to continue to run. They just don't want to protect it because they want us to be panicked into agreeing to join a militarized global government after our military is decapitated. Can you imagine them coming yeah. out of their bunkers? Now mm -hmm. that we've been decapitated mm -hmm. or our military is severely damaged, we have to join a militarized global government with Europe in order to survive. Their solution already, that's, they're ready. That's the Hegelian dialectic. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. Now, I think the trigger event for that war will be uh, Taiwan or an attack of North Korea on China, I mean, on, on South Korea. And the reason I say that is that Ukraine won't do it, the Middle East won't do it. We don't have troops there that can trigger World War III. And as I say, Putin can't nuke the West over Ukraine because he can't occupy. He has to wait for China, and there's, this is not a trigger event for China. But Taiwan, if we intervene with an, uh, a Chinese attack on Taiwan, North Korea said, I'll intervene on China's behalf and attack the, the US and South Korea. Now we have 26,000 troops in South Korea. So if Kim Jong-un attacks South Korea, we have to respond. And China has a treaty with North Korea, mutual defense treaty, so that means China has to enter the war on behalf of North Korea. And that's the trigger event, I think, will start World War III, probably sometime in the latter half of this decade. So it's coming. We need to prepare. And you need to watch. If you see a war with Taiwan... And North Korea and South Korea will be in World War III, I think, within three weeks. So that's your trigger point. That's the thing to watch. Mm -hmm. And mark my words, someday you'll see this happen. This is a war that's inevitable because all three predator centers, Western globalists, Russia and China, want this war. Mm -hmm. They all want to control their version of the new world. Forget about Putin being a Christian. Forget about Putin being anti-woke. He has been sending in agents in Russia into the U.S. to gin up our woke and Hollywood type of thing. That's why there were so many communists in Hollywood during the McCarthy era. Mm -hmm. It was real. And um, even though the globalists vilified McCarthy and tried to protect the communists because they had a purpose in letting the communists degrade Western morals. Mm -hmm. But I believe, always thought that was a, a way of them to say it's in Hollywood. We're going after Hollywood instead of really looking at the bigger issue of where the infiltration actually was. Was it more of like a no? McCarthy saw it was infiltration by the communists. He was going after the communists. Mm -hmm. Now Hollywood is a useful idiot, you know, for any type of. That's a, why the concentration on Hollywood in the press more. Well, because that's mm -hmm. the way that you do the Gramsci. You know, he was the mm -hmm. Italian communist who believed you got to corrupt Western society. That's how you conquer them. 
So this was the communists establishing the Gramsci uh, conspiracy of corrupting morals, and we've done that. But believe me, Russia's not a moral state. Uh, the reason the, the Orthodox Church didn't uh, uh, criticize Stalin is because he put Catholic communist agents throughout the hierarchy of the church. And that's why in Ukraine, uh, Zelensky went against the Orthodox Church because they still have the same communist uh, agents in the hierarchy of the Orthodox Church protecting Russia. Now, that doesn't mean that Zelensky's a good guy either. I mean, he's a... Oh, he's a puppet. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a puppet. Uh, and remember, when the Soviets faked their own demise, they never removed any of the communists out of the bureaucracy in any of those. So that's why when NATO allowed all these Eastern European states in, mm -hmm. you're unknowingly allowing Soviet spies to get in part of NATO. And that's why there's so much corruption in Burisma and uh, Biden's uh, in, because of the communist residual uh, people and the corruption left over inside those countries. So it's a very murky, complex thing. That's why I'm in favor of uh, supporting Ukraine. You can't let Putin get away with taking back the former Soviet states by force. Mm -hmm. I'm in favor of military aid, but not monetary aid to Ukraine because of the corruption. It all goes into bad hands. So... Yeah, give them artillery shells, help keep Russia bottled up there because it does postpone World War III mm -hmm. and is a benefit. Because remember, Russia is an existential enemy. They do intend to strike the West, and they've got the most nuclear weapons by 10 times in the world, and they're going to be dangerous someday. Joel Skousen, World Affairs Brief. If you'd like more information or to see the evidence he's talking about, go to worldaffairsbrief.com, and you can get that in your email box. Thanks, Joel, for coming on this hour. And of course, be faithful, be fearless. We'll see you here on Monday at the new time, uh, 1 p.m. Mountain. And so make sure you tune in at that earlier time, all right? KateDallyRadio.com. You can stream from there as well. Thanks, you guys. <laughs>